Welcome to the Security in 5 podcast. I'm Drew, the Binary Blogger. This is a short program that brings you security news, tips, advice, and opinions in the area of information, IT, and general security in about five minutes. Quick to listen to, easy to understand. The more aware you are, the more secure you can be. This is Security in 5. Thanks for listening. Episode 310 of Security in 5. And today we're going to continue on the mini-series of the OWASP Top 10 Proactive Protocol for Developers. And this one continues on the identity and access management standpoint where uh, control number six was talking about ensuring the digital identity. Uh, Control number seven talks about enforcing access controls within your application. Now access controls or authorization is the process of granting or denying that unique user that you identified from number six, specific requests from a user, could be a program or process, and access control grants or revokes those privileges. Now, through the application process, this is something that should be designed and architected long before you write any type of code. Access control is an upfront design process at the same point where you're designing the architecture, your multi-tenancy, your data structures. This access control matrix should be figured out and, and laid out on paper upfront. Because once you begin developing and implementing that matrix, if you have scope creep, Um, agile creep or whatever you want to call it throughout the development cycle you could balloon and overcomplicate your access control mechanism you could have segregation of duty problems and completely unravel your entire access matrix anyway and have to go back and redo it at all Um, do redo all of it which is a big mess so this is a design up front before you're ready code process but here are the design principles that you should be thinking about when you're designing as well as when you begin developing um, the access control processes within the application. So first one is like I mentioned, design it up front. Um, it always gets more complex as you go. Your roles always tend to get uh, more numerous and those roles tend to get more complicated for the level of access. And the more features you add just means more granularity and so on and so forth. So make sure that you have a good process, not only what the design looks like up front, but how does it scale going forward as the design changes. Number two, force all your requests within your application to go through an access control check. Don't assume, never assume. Every request in your application has to go through some kind of access control verification layer, regardless of what it is. Even if you have 100% um, assumption, because it's never pure, you have an assumption that this person is this, this individual, throughout the life cycle of the application session, their role might change. They might have done an update or, or whatever. And um, so from the time they logged in to the time they accessed it, their access might have changed. Regardless, always do an access check from your calls. Deny by default. So reject by default. And this is a principle that if a request is not specifically allowed, it's denied. That seems common sense, but you'd be surprised of how many applications um, have been exposed and breached by finding locations that, because there's no access control, it just lets you through. And if nothing comes through with any type of role or access information, it should be reversed and explicitly denied. In your access control, this is an identity management core principle, is the principle of least privilege. Ensure that all users, programs, processes, calls, API, even APIs, are given the absolute minimum access that is required to do their function. Do not trust to the 100% fullest, any systems that don't provide that level of granular access control 
um, or any type of configuration capabilities for that granularity. Don't fall into the, to the trap that, oh, it's not working, I'll just give it admin because then it will work. If admin works and your access control doesn't, your access control is flawed, your programming is flawed, because if you just give it admin and everything works, then it's a permission problem, it has nothing to do with your, with your code, it has something to do with your access grants. Least a privilege. Another good check is don't hard code, hard code your roles into your code. Many application frameworks um, have access control uh, default roles, and it's common to find those roles within, within the code. But when you're building roles within an application, don't hard code them. Have some type of a, of a role management system external to it because those roles will change, the definitions will change. You'll want to merge roles, split roles, uh, get the roles more granular or, or less granular. If you have those hard coded all over the place, you're going to get confused. It's going to be multiple locations. You want to centralize that, get it out of the code. And lastly, log all access control events. This is this is a logging and auditing requirement in most security policy programs. A lot of regulations will require it. A lot of um, legal requirements, uh, legal regulations will require auditing and logging. But all access control failures specifically should be logged, and these should be flagged as a security event because they may be an, um, indicative of a malicious user probing for vulnerabilities, doing a DOS attack. Um, like I've always said, it's just as important to report on the people who have logged in and interacted with the system as it is to report on the people that tried to log in or the authenticated users that logged in trying to access something that they weren't supposed to have access to or they don't have access to, but they continue to try to access it in different ways. So log all access control events. So again, outside of not hard coding roles, this particular proactive control is outside of the code. So as an application developer, it goes to my point that there are far more things from the security mindset, proactive controls that have absolutely nothing to do with the coding language, the framework, the ID that you're using. It's a security principle practice as part of the design of a secure application. Security in five, be aware, be safe. Thanks for listening.